It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Happy almost weekend. It's Thursday night mm-hmm. on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Hello. Our wonderful American, very realist on this show. Oh, thank you. Keep me real. No, I, I try to keep it real. You keep it very sexy and romantic and loving and sweet. <laughs> this is The Rendezvous. We talk about love, dating, romance, relationships. I have to tell you, Simon. Yes. Um, when we come back, I kidnapped our Uber driver tonight coming into the show. Is that who's with us? Yeah, this is this this man yeah. you've never met before. Sitting next to me. Sitting next to you. This is Trey. And Trey uh, was saying on the way that he listens to The Rendezvous. Well, welcome. And, and I, Thank of you. course, yes. Hi, Trey. Hello. And I started picking it. I'm just trying to get a five-star rating. Let's be honest. That's why he's here. But I was picking his brain about his life and his wife because I need always ideas of things to talk about on the show and, and real life stories. And Trey has a very interesting story about his wife mm-hmm. and his experience at the auto show recently. Really? So I'm all ears. Yes. <laughs> when we come back, what happens when you're getting mixed signals from your spouse mm-hmm. next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous. Thanks for being with us tonight. Simon and Angie here. Yes. Also, we kidnapped the Uber driver tonight and brought him into the show. Hi, Trey. Hello. Hey. Bonjour, Trey. Five stars? Bonjour. Five stars for The Rendezvous? <laughs> I'm just here for my tip. That's what I'm oh, waiting for. okay. Oh. So, Trey, <laughs> like we found out Trey listens to the show on the way in today. Um, I take an Uber into work. And yeah. you were talking about your wife. And I said, oh, my God, can I kidnap you for a second and mm-hmm. come up to the show and talk about what ha- what's going on? You're, you're kind of freaked out about the auto show experience with your wife. Uh, yeah. So my wife and I have been married for just over a year. And we went to the auto show and, you know, to look at the cars. And, like, I'm looking at sports cars and sure. you know, cars I can't afford. Wait, and you then- don't have kids? No. And you're in your 20s? 20s. I was going to say 20. Yeah, you look I'm young. 26 and she's 24. Okay. And oh. um, she was seriously looking at minivans. Like <laughs> minivans. Okay. Which to me, I mean, we talked about having when- children in the future, like <laughs> when, like later in life. But like she's totally interested in buying a minivan, which to me means... Kids. She wants kids. Like when you think soon. minivan, yes. What do you think, Simon? First thing that comes to mind when I say I want to so, look at minivans, it's like, how far along are you? Right. Usually, exactly. That's right. A minivan doesn't mean Jeep. just like one child. That's like five children. Yes. You know, I, we could have got a Ford or sedan. That's one child. Yeah. But right. So are you freaked out? A little bit because I mean, we both want children. In the future, I mean, we're both young, but you had that conversation. Though. Yes, yeah, definitive. We're gonna wait until yeah, until and then, what? Years? I don't know. Yeah, till we're more. You know, we bet we have you know more You're established. Young. Yeah, we're older. We have financially ready, but she was looking at minivans. That's all she wanted to look at at the auto show is minivans, which to Did me you- means she wants children like tomorrow. Did you ask her that? No, I didn't ask her. That's one thing I didn't do. What 24-year-old girl takes an interest in minivans, though? Unless, Unless she wants to drive for Uber herself and just get, like, the XL, you know? Unless you're coaching a softball team or you're planning on having kids. I can't think of another reason. Well, I agree, Angie. This this is common sense. She's looking at the minivan. What's the agenda? So five or ten years? When when is that? When you talk to her? Yeah, so, like, for me, it'd probably be, like, four or five years. So and what does like she 30. say though? You said for you, but what what has she said? Her timeline the is? same. Like we said the same. Like when we're, we're when we're both in our thirties, we'd have children, mm. and now she's, what what worried you? The fact that pressure. Like, I mean, yeah, like it just to me a minivan means 
a lot of children, you know? Mm. I, do you think a lot of children or just maybe two or three? Uh, yeah. That's a lot of children. That's a lot of children. Yeah. I have one child. I mm. never had to get a minivan for one child. No, of course not. Um, But I can understand how that would be a little strange for a couple in their 20s. What do you uh, say Trey should I think say have, to his I wife? I think you have to talk about it. Because well, no, I, how do you I, approach that? I, I would just say, listen, I, wa- I watched you, um, you know, be more interested in the minivans than a Jeep or any car, you know, little Audi, whatever it was. You put a couple of kids in a Jeep, by and, the way. I have a Jeep. No, but that's why. Yeah. That's why I was thinking a Jeep. And then you can say, you know, where are you? And we're very young. Do you wish to start sooner than you know? Because I think it's a great conversation to have. And you might find that the answer the, is not at all what you think it is, by the way. That's very true. Because like, depending on what she, I don't know what she does for a living or, or you know, what sort of friend circles. Maybe she has like a book of the month club where she picks up all her friends every week and she likes to carpool or whatever it is. It might not be about kids, but Simon, like you said, communication. Communication. I would speak to her because this is so important. You were shocked, and you were shocked because the timing was off because you thought later on, and she's looking at it right now. Correct. This is what it is about. Does she want to start a family now or, like you think, in four or five years? This leads me to a question. Yeah. When did your mate freak you out? Like, Trey, our driver tonight, is completely freaked out by what happened with his wife. But, yeah. you know, you think you know someone. You're married. You know, you've been together for a while. Whatever. Your partner. You had an agreement, you're somewhere, all of a sudden they do something, whoa, 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 I'm freaked out. Yeah. Um, I have some examples, I'm sure you do, Simon. Mm-hmm. And we'll take calls too, 855-905-8255. Give us a call on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us, 855-905-8255. If you want to call, comment on anything we're talking about or if you need advice. We just had, we kidnapped our Uber driver, Trey, yeah. tonight because he had this story about how his wife of one year shocked him when they decided not to have kids. They're only in their early 20s, mid-20s, and they went to the auto show, and she's looking at minivans the whole time, and he's like, whoa. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do here. Simon, have you ever been in, in, in a relationship, an agreement with someone where all of a sudden out of the blue, something comes up and you're like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I expected. How did that person shock you? Well, uh, we went out. I remember we were dating about maybe a month and we went out and she was drinking and she lost it. What like, do you mean she, lost it? You know, how loud dancing on the table, lost it. Uh, the she person, sounds fun. Do you still have her number? Can <laughs> she, I go out with her? She's too wild for me. It was too wild for me because I'm not like that. Yeah. So the, so that, that was after a month and you would never see that we behavior. Went, yeah, because until they went to a restaurant and lounge, we never went out to a club. Mm. When we went to that club, I don't she know what to... hair would, down. Oh, my goodness. Angie, it was like a riot. And I was a bit embarrassed. Isn't it funny like how you see some people sometimes like... You know, even in a work environment, the Christmas party comes up, and all of a sudden, Carol from accounting is on yeah. t- on the bar with her skirt over her head, and you're like, "Yo, Carol, I never saw you like that before." Like sometimes when you get people in that environment, totally, Angie. I I, was I don't just, know if you have a story too like that. Well, but. not like that one, but my husband and I decided not to have kids, and yeah. after we got married, he had a dream about having kids, and one day, he was just like super lovey and like, are you sure? Asking all these questions, and I was like, no, the IUD lasts for five years. Bye. <laughs> and that was it. And then the next day, he was over it, so. <laughs> like, sometimes people drop a bomb on you. Yeah. Like the minivan one. All right, more of The <laughs> Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. 
Thanks for listening tonight. You have on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. Mm-hmm. Our email, simonandangie.com. If you would ever like to ask us a question, if you need advice on any of those topics. So Simon Marcel, mm-hmm. our French romantic, someone has a question specifically for you. It's a bonjour, Simon Marcel email. Ah, thank you. Bonjour. This comes to us from Miranda. Mm-hmm. She's listening in Cheval, Florida on Mix 100.7. Okay. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Miranda. I asked my boyfriend if we could see each other more than just two times a week, and he says I'm being too needy. He works, and he also goes out with his friends a few times a week, so he thinks twice is plenty. How can I get him to make me more of a priority without making him think I'm too needy? So, um, Miranda, thanks for the uh, for the email and reaching out. There is a very simple technique that's going to work. Uh, he thinks he can control the time he sees you. You're going to take away the time from him. So you're not going to see him at all for next week. And when ah, he's and when he's you reverse it, Miranda, you, you reverse it. You reverse it. And when he says, uh-huh. "Why am I not seeing you this week?" Well, you said this week. You know what? I think I should have time for myself, and maybe I'll see you next week. And then you say, oh, we can have a conversation and find the right balance. Mm. Because you want to show him a week or two that unless there's a good balance for both, there is no way one can control yeah. the relationship and the timing. That's he's, selfish. He, he's sounding an alarm. He's saying you're being too needy. So Which, to reverse it, you, bye, you disappear. Re- you reverse it and you kind of take your distance for a week and you don't see him. I love and he's going to miss you and you guys can have a talk. Make him miss you. That's it. That's uh, always right? the solution. Distance. Uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? You, you know it, Angie. All right, Simon. Great advice. And Thank good you. luck, Miranda and... If he doesn't get the hint, then take permanent distance. That's it. (laughs) All right. More of The Rendezvous next. We're going to take some calls. 855-905-8255 for advice. Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls. If you need advice on love, dating, romance, and relationships, 855-905-8255. Simon, let's go to the phone. Yes. Uh, we have Antonio listening in Denver, Colorado on my 99.9. Hey, Antonio. Bonjour. Hey, what's going on? How you guys doing? Doing good. We're good. What's up? You need advice? Yes. Yes. I, so I've got, I've got a question. I've been uh, in this relationship, uh, like a friendship relationship with a girl for many years now. And uh, so I'm, you've had a, a friend it, who's a female from many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're friends. We're fe- like, yeah, she's a female. We hang out all the time. We're uh, we met. We were in relationships. We're both single now, but we hang out all the time. But I'm starting to get like a vibe from her that I feel like maybe she wants something more. And okay. to be quite do honest, you? I do too. Okay. But I'm not sure what to do. I'm so nervous do because mean? I don't want to. I don't want to break up the friendship if it's if that's not where she's getting at. Antonio. You know, Antonio. So I. Yeah, so I'm a little nervous. Uh, I, I don't know whether I should just go ahead and go for it. Antonio, here's the question I have for you. Do you want to go out with this woman or you don't? I do, I do. I'm crazy about her. Like, I, right. I, here's okay, the let me, uh, here's, the other, here's the other question to piggyback on Simon. Is the idea of a future with her more enticing than the idea of losing her as a friend? Yeah, I don't. But, well, Boom. That's, that, well, that's where I'm confused because I... I definitely don't want to lose a friendship, but uh, I feel like she's starting There's to other make friends. some, like, she's trying okay. to make some more moves that seem more like so, relationship-wise. So, yeah. you know? let, let, 
let's not use the friendship as a as an explanation of fear of rejection, right? So he keeps saying that he doesn't want to lose the well, friendship, and I'm saying like if you it, want yeah. the life with her as your girlfriend, is that more important than the idea of losing her as a friend? And he says it yes. Has, so it is. It hi. is at this point. It is. Hi. Yes. What Simon said. What are you waiting for? So so <laughs> exactly. You you have to dare, right? If you if you don't dare, you don't leave. If you don't take a chance to say, hey, let's have dinner, she'll get it. I want to take you on a date because really in life. With the mm-hmm. short life it is, and you say you have butterfly when you see this woman, and you're not reaching mm-hmm. out to take her out, it's a waste of love. And I feel like you know you're losing yourself, you're losing you know what you're made of because we you know we here to love. And We're here to love and make love, and so therefore oh, I'm in love. I, am, I actually am in love. Wait, I can, I are can you feel in it. love, Antonio? You're in uh, love, and you're wondering if you should, you know, take her. She's she's throwing herself at you, as you say. She's giving you all the cues, and you're like scared. What are you scared of? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just nervous. It's like you know, like we we just it's it's so. I just love being around her, and I just sure. wanted to make sure you, that you know if I'm if okay. I'm going to take this next step, I guess I have to. I, I understand. That's what you guys are telling me. I need because to you're you're, you're worried that if you decide to get in a relationship and it doesn't work, then all of a sudden this girl is out of your life. But what is the yeah. alternative? And I've been hurt a lot before. I've been burned before, so I just Who don't want to get burned because we have, we do have a lot of friendship together. We all have. We all have. <laughs> but but, right. but what is you. the alternative? The alternative is that you and what's her name? I'm sorry, Antonio. Her name you, is Sarah. Sarah, yeah. you and Sarah. The alternative is you and Sarah have this amazing relationship. You fall in love. You oh, you're yeah, already in love. He is. She seems to be too, since she's hitting on you. You you have this yeah. amazing life together. I mean, that's beautiful. And, and Simon, you always talk about taking a dare. This is where you jump with both feet, not dip a toe. You okay. jump with both feet. Give it all you got. Okay. Yes. that's what I gotta say. Give it all you got, and gonna, here and now. I'm gonna and do it. it. Yes, Please. do it. And if it doesn't work, guess what? You have other friends. Yeah, I do. I thank you so much. I needed this. This is really what I Good. need. I needed the encouragement because, uh, yeah, I really am crazy about her, and and wow. I, I think she is about me too. Perfect. So what you do is you hang up with us. You call her right okay. now tonight. Immediately, and you you say <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. Come over, right? So no, no, that's wait, smooth. Um, that's smooth, right? Maybe not that Donkey Dong stuff. Honky donk. What, what did you say? <laughs> I said that. No, you hang up the phone with us. You call her. You say it's on like honky donk and get over here. That's what I meant. Because then. Maybe I just want to take you to Boom. dinner. Honky donk dinner. I don't That's like the it. Dinner. I love it. Our new, uh, instead of ooh-la-la, hashtag honky donk. All right. Thank you, Antonio. <laughs> Good get night. some honky donk in so your much. life. Good luck to you. Thank you. Welcome back. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We had a call that just came in um, from our listener, Antonio. Uh, He was talking about the fact that he wanted to make the leap from friend to romantic Mm -hmm. with his girlfriend. He's worried about losing his friend, which we said stop and just go for it. Have you ever had a time in your life where... You were in his position and either you did make the leap and it went bad or you didn't make the leap. And man, that's the one I wish I would have done it. Both. But I'll tell you a story about a friendship that I never had the guts, the courage. Yes. So, well, she was a girlfriend first of a friend of mine. They broke up, right? Five years later, we're still friends. And then I was constantly thinking, should I ask her out? Should I not? She was dating my friend years, years That's ago. That's what held you back is the fact that she dated your friend. But, to be honest, that and the lack of courage to take a day on this. Okay. I, I really missed that opportunity, Angie. Why do you think that? 
Fear of rejection. But no, why do you feel like you missed it? it like, was, do you feel like she was so amazing no. and would have been perfect for you? I don't know if she was perfect, but she was such a good heart person. Mm-hmm. And we're still friends to this day. So but maybe, you're friends now. Yeah, we're, we're still friends. We've been friends is forever. Is she married? Yeah. So this is over. Yeah, so yeah, you know, you know I, and I, I know how he's a good man. Thought maybe you could like, hey, you know. No, uh, no but it's one of the. It's looking mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. when you think you'll have another opportunity, so you would see her wait, yeah, and then you would think I'll do it next time, or I'll do mm-hmm. it next month, or I'll do it after Christmas, or I'll do it, and I never had the courage. You got to take your chance while it's there. You know, I'm all about that, but I must confess, I did not. Well, they, but you learn from that. And I bet you don't miss an opportunity when you find uh, one now. That is for sure. Please. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. All your love, dating, romance, and relationship questions answered by either myself, Angie Taylor, or Simon Marcel, our French <laughs> romantic. Hello. Bonjour, Angie. So, Simon, I wanted to bring this back up. It's been two days. Yes. And if you're not listening to every second of the show, which, by the way, what's wrong with you? Second of all, <laughs> if you're not listening, um, simonandangie.com for our podcast. Yes. We, we had a conversation a couple of days ago about if you were making a really honest dating profile, just putting yourself out there. Like, hey, you know, I got issues. Um, yours were like, I, I haven't lived with anyone before. Never been female, married, never, never been, been married. engaged, kind of controlling at home with my things. Minds that like spin the wheel and I have any sort of therapist dream, uh, ADD, <laughs> depression, anxiety, you name it. Um, so we were talking around the show mm-hmm. about things that people would put on theirs. Our tech producer, Adam, single guy, said that he has a problem about... Never putting girls first. That's what he said. And I want to know what that means because we all on the show were like, whoa, 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 and wanted to talk more about it, but we couldn't at that time. Now we can. What does it mean to never put that person first? Yeah. Why? But why? That's what I want to know. Why do you not make that time in your life for someone else to put them first? I really want to know that. Why? Yeah. Uh, because if you're in a relationship, come on. like It, it doesn't make sense to me, but- Adam right. made this point. We need to know. Let's what he see what means. that means. And I think a lot of girls probably want to know that too, because I'm sure a lot of girls are in relationships where they feel like they're not being put first. Mm-hmm. Maybe Adam can be like their, you know, give them a little uh, inside scoop on that. Next, when we come back on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships. Hopefully, between Simon and myself, mm-hmm. we give you some insight on, you know, how to get through, navigate those problems in your love life. Um, sometimes the people on our show have amazing insight as well. Absolutely. And, you know, we were talking about if you had a really, really honest dating profile, warts and all, all the ugly about you, and you just put it out there, um, what sort of things would be listed? Our tech producer, Adam. Hi, Adam. Yo. Hey, Adam, Adam. Single guy. I'm out. <laughs> and Adam said something, though, that all of us on the show were like, we have to come back to that at some point. We haven't had a point to do that until now. Adam, you said that one of your flaws, you feel like, is that you don't put the woman in your relationship first. Yeah, on the profile, it would have said, uh, basically, I have never made a woman number one in my life. Please explain because I feel like men and women both yeah. feel like they're on the back burner well, in their relationship. Well, so I will say, I have one specific example I'm thinking of here, one relationship, and I will say that I never heard a complaint from her, right? Like this the point of the profile was, you know, what you would put that could be negatives to other people. Right, so it, right. I know that there are certain girls who want to be number 1 in their man's life, 
Uh, so it didn't get me in any trouble, but the, the by the way, just because you don't hear somebody complain about it doesn't mean they don't feel a certain type of way about it. But what what was the deal with why like you felt like you did that wrong? Well, so I had my most serious relationship when I was pretty early into my radio career, and I got really lucky, and I managed to get my own talk show mm-hmm. um, oh, for, for two fancy. hours well, for obvious reasons. But it was for two hours a week. And um, I was, you know, 27 when that happened, so I was really excited. Now, at the same time, when I was writing that fake profile, I thought about that time, and if you would have had to take away one thing from my life, either the radio show or the girl, I would have said adios to the girl. And okay. I, lo- I loved her. But-, but that was one time in your life, though, and you were very career-focused. I think a lot of people go through that. Do you feel like it would be that way today? Yes, because I have unfinished business I need to, to tend to regarding Simon. myself. Simon, you know Adam better than any of us. Well, so what does that really mean to as a man? Uh, yeah, Adam, I just think that um, it's a fear, really, right? I mean, because I, I know the even a president of a huge company, IBM, they, they have time for the wife. So you can be, you know, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook has time for his wife, meaning you can't use the work to hide, right? So, Adam... Let's put the work aside. What do you think would be your fear to put a woman number one in your life? I don't have any fear. It's just that the woman who's going to be compatible with me needs to be okay with me having ambitions beyond romance. And I would not mind her having ambitions beyond romance as well. Well, everybody so, has I'm not, ambitions. I have no yeah, How everybody that... has ambitions beyond romance. Like, uh, no... not everyone. <laughs> well, okay, I'm sorry. Most people have ambitions beyond romance. They have hobbies. They have kids. They have family. They have friends. They have careers. Whatever it is, usually it's not the only thing we live and die for. I'm curious though. I feel like there is a fear. I think Simon said the right thing with fear. What are you afraid is going to fall apart? If you devote yourself to a relationship, I have time for a relationship. And if I met someone who I wanted to be in a relationship with, I would. But I just don't want to hear what I my fear is hearing blah, 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 blah in my ear when I'm busy doing other stuff. That's <laughs> so you my want fear. balance. You want balance. You want to be able to do what you want to do. Yeah. And still have a relationship. You know that that's possible, right? Like. It's yeah. not. I feel like everybody thinks, though. I feel like a lot of guys specifically but, think that if they get that's in a why relationship, there's no fear. I'm not avoiding a relationship. I'm just saying, if I got into a relationship, they'd need to understand. Okay. But, but you, know. you, you have to know Adam like I know him. You know who his heart belongs to? His mother. Adam, we know that, has an extraordinary love for his mother, Meredith. Oh, my God. And so that's where All the right. number one is. Uh, okay. I'm we got to talk about that. Adam, please stay on the line because, no, yes, I want to <laughs> talk about that. It, are you really being serious that that's what is the the block here, Simon? I think so. My I think. Oh my god! Ad, Ad, Adam has mother. a tremendous bond with his mother. Projection. Exactly. Well, me too. But it's, I'm, I'm not saying it stops me from loving. Oh, projection. Uh, I think we're gonna find out a lot about both Simon and Adam next. Um, I want to get to the mommy thing. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about getting off the teat next on the rendezvous. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie talking about. Uh, not putting your mate number one, admitting it. That's what our tech producer Adam has said. Hi, Adam. Thank you for being here. You know, here Bonjour. and being honest. Bonjour, Adam. Bonjour. Bonjour. Simon just called you out uh, because we're trying to oh, figure yeah. out why you're he not making. Me. Yeah. What is, <laughs> hear the sarcasm. We're uh, trying to figure uh, out why Adam's not putting his relationships first. Yeah. Simon, you said you think it's because mom. Because his heart belongs to mommy. His Mer- heart belongs to mom. To mommy Meredith. Are you really tight with mom? Yes, but my heart doesn't belong to her. 
Adam, I think deep down you you've received so much love from her, and she's she's your number one in, in your whole life. Right? If if you had to say anybody else that matters more than her, was there anyone in the universe that matters more than your mom? No, but in my day. Well, that's not a fair question though, because he's not in a relationship. And in my day to day life, I don't wake up going. Mom's first, Mom. career second. I don't okay, think about that. Okay, not in your day-to-day life, but maybe in your subconscious, what Simon is saying. In your heart. Are you afraid that your mother will judge a woman that you bring around? Is no. your mother judgmental in that way? Does no. she want you to be with a, um, a, you know, find a mate, have kids, oh, yes. get married? It's a big all that. fear of hers that I won't. Okay, so what do you think is the struggle here, Simon, then? You say mom, it doesn't sound like mom. Listen, I don't know what happened to Adam with other women before. I mean, when somebody broke his heart or something. Why are you holding back, Simon? No, because I don't, I don't know enough about him about this. But I, I have a feeling when he said that this partner is not number one or goes after work, I just don't buy it. And that means you have another number one somewhere in your heart that you makes ha- you feel yeah. balanced. You have to be open to making that person number one. I mean, that's the point of being in a relationship. You want to feel like you're number one. But making girl- them number one makes makes it seem like the meaning of life is to put all your stuff into one other person it's making not, your more life. Part, no 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 adam making your partner number one doesn't mean that you are number two it means that your relationship is the most important thing to both of you and Why? that's like beautiful adam you're gonna have to hold on stay with I, us adam like i really like i go nowhere I, we need to speak more mm-hmm. next on the rendezvous it's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie, and also our tech producer Adam, who we're just picking apart on the radio right now. Oh yeah, brutal. Kind of love. An Hi. interesting interview. Adam, you said that you have an inability to make your relationship the number one priority, the person in your life number one. Simon said there's a fear there. We're trying to figure out what the fear is. You're saying there's no fear. Yeah, there's no fear. So what is it about that? The idea of saying you are my number one, you're my everything. What's why won't you say that? Maybe my fear is I don't want to be defined by romantic relationships, if that's a fear. Okay, that is a fear. You know, you said a couple segments ago, my first segment on, you said people aren't, you know, their number one thing isn't romance. And look, there's a lot of people in America who their ambition is to start a family and raise children. And I am not one of them. You're not. But it doesn't mean that you can't find somebody that feels the same way as you. You know, there's a lot of women that that feel that. I want that. Or do you have the fear or the worry to be somebody else number one? So maybe that if you if you're the number one, if you're the priority of a woman, it comes with maybe what you call obligation or what you say that she needs your time, your attention, and you don't want that. You don't want to be somebody else number one. I would prefer to not be anyone else's number one. Yes. <laughs> so it's not about somebody else being your number one. You don't want the responsibility of having to be. The number one uh, to it's her. Both. If something comes up that I need to tend to that that has nothing to do with her, she needs to be okay with that. Yeah, like these uh, are such minute details. Like uh, you can you... have a life with someone and you're each other's number one and you figure out those little like things. Okay, well uh, maybe I have that to learn. I, I just haven't hit that yet. He will fall in love this year and well, he will change his oh, you mind. You say that every year, Simon. The beautiful thing is that he's open to it. Maybe I will learn. Sure, yeah. Yes, I love that. And then he will make her number one. I I guarantee. I hate to sound cliche, but when you find that one, like everything changes and it's so true, but you'll figure your way out together as a couple. You know it. All right. More (laughs) on The Rendezvous next. Welcome back. It's a Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Long-term relationships are scary. All right? You know it. Let's know. Hey, I don't care how much you want to get married. You want to settle down. You want to have 27 babies in a minivan, like how we started this show with our Uber driver, Trey, that we kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're 20. Right. She wants to have a, a minivan. That's scary. Why? It's It means kids. It means long. Even though you're married, there's like an extra layer. 
And, you know, we were talking to Adam, our tech producer. I'm I'm afraid of making somebody else number one mm-hmm. because I have my own thing. I don't want nagging, blah, blah, blah. Like, we all have our reasons. I, I've been happily married for uh, seven years. I've been with my husband for 10. I'm not going to lie. Right. Married people, we have problems, right? There's there's peaks and valleys, okay? Peaks yeah. and valleys, peaks and valleys. I'm not going to say if we're in a peak or a valley right now. I want to kill him, but whatever. Simon, <laughs> when, let me say this to you. Mm-hmm. Think about who is the most perfect woman aesthetically you can think of? Oh, there's a few. The, give me the one that comes to mind right now, right now, right now. Let's say she's the most beautiful, the most perfect Personalities on point. Your family loved uh, her and your mom are best friends. Everything's amazing. Who is this woman? Like uh, supermodel, hottest so girl. So it would be a world. mix of Barry Smither, who looks like that, blonde, and Estelle Lide. But I don't. You don't know that. I don't so, know who these people yeah, are. So but whatever. Two, two beautiful blonde women. You have blue it in eyes. your head. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make a visualization for you. Okay. I say to you right now. Mm-hmm. There she is outside the door. She wants to marry you today. You're going to get married. You're with her for life. What scares you about it? You know she's perfect physically, emotionally, mentally, in every way. I'm going to tell you. She's the perfect woman for you. But what scares you? It's the forever, Angie. What she's about perfect the forever? Today because, and let me explain. I have seen, and, and, and probably I'm scared of this, what started really good go down the drain over and over and over. You've seen it where? By the women I dated in my life. And I'm still recovering from that, Angie. That I think the reason is I've witnessed addiction, I've witnessed mental problems, I've witnessed lying, I've witnessed so many things. So I believe in you today, here and now. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm afraid of the forever. But you know, I prefer to do it day by day. Okay, you know, that's the honest answer. And I I believe that. And that's, I think, a very real and understandable fear for a lot of people. You have this perfect person that walks down the aisle, right? You have this amazing wedding. Here they come, dressed up, more beautiful than you've ever seen. You got the pictures, you got the family, all your friends, it's amazing. Nobody gets, I think, to that point, thinking this is all gonna fall apart next week. You hope it stays together forever. I don't believe that people get married thinking they're gonna get divorced. So your fear is the troubles they come along yes, the way. Have, but everybody has troubles. You know that, right? What if she has these problems that come up? All of a sudden, she was perfect, but one day you realize, hey, I, she has an addiction. Hey, or, I have or, this, I have that. I mean, it could be anything. But the thing is, because um, we have only one life, I have to be happy. And yes. I don't have the tools in me for drama. So you don't have the you don't I don't, because there's no drama the at home with my parents. But that means that you're not there to support someone you love in the bad times. I just think I can support 100%. I know how to support the people I love. You support the and, people when it's good? And my goddaughter and others. Good rain or shine. It's not supporting. It's that I have no tools for, I would say, mental drama. But, but mental drama comes with the territory. You're going to go through mental things is what I'm saying. And you always talk about therapy. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's perfect. You gave me my therapist. I love her. I have a great one too. Yes. So but, if you go to therapy, that's a great help for me. I'm, I'm just saying... The, the fears that we have are very real, and they're going to happen. Yeah. Whatever you think is going to happen will probably happen. The difference with relationships long term yeah. is you you have to love someone enough right. to stay through that, to f- help them, not to torture yourself and stay in an abusive situation where you're falling or apart. Destructive. Or losing yourself, yes, or destructive. But we peaks and valleys. And you can't be afraid of the valleys. You have to be able to be like, we got this. I got you. We're going to get through it. As long as it's not destructive, 
It's possible. There'll be times where it's destructive. You got to rebuild. I don't know how. If your house blows down, you got to rebuild it. (laughs) Right, but don't destroy the house. That's all. We can rebuild together if you don't destroy it again. Sometimes we don't have control of that. Sometimes we're crazy, Simon. I know, Angie. What can I? I'm I'm probably going to tear this house down 15 (laughs) times. I need you to help me rebuild it, okay? Well, uh, with you always. Always, Angie. We're a team. That's right. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Go into every relationship like that. Let me burn it down. You help me build it back up. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. More Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We love that you called in with your questions about love, dating, romance. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Simon and I could help you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our French romantics here and myself. If you missed any of the show tonight, first of all, stop that and listen every night. Uh, otherwise, please check out the podcast at simonandangie.com. Um, we yep. had Trey, the Uber driver that we kidnapped tonight. I, hey, I'll, I'll take a, a conversation where I could take one. And it's our Uber driver, Simon. I'll take him upstairs. <laughs> we had a little dilemma about the, uh, the minivan. Minivan. Yeah. Yeah. And what does that That's mean when you're story. married in 24? Oh, uh, not putting your partner first. That yeah. is our tech producer, Adam, with his drama du jour. Thank you so much, Adam. Also, yep. Antonio's call about his female friend, and he wants to make a move. It's the classic, well, I'm afraid of ruining the friendship thing. Simon, mm-hmm. that's where your Simon Says came in. Absolutely. Thanks, Angie. I said, you only regret the chances you don't take. That's right. And I've been there. There's time in life where you should go for it. You should make a move. You should take a chance. there, And and you don't. And you, you regret it. But it's life. We all have those regrets. You even told that story today about the chance that you did not take. And, right. and you're like, ah. I should have with that I girl. Have. Now she's married. Yeah, now it's too, la too late. It's, yeah. it's too late, but you know, uh, life goes on. That's right. There's nothing worse, really, than have this regret of it could have, but you never dare or you never <gasps> said hi. You the never what could asked. have been. Hey, we and the yes. what could have been keeps us up at night sometimes. But uh, you believe in destiny, and maybe it's better like this. And your partner is coming, and for me, it's coming. Uh, so just not destino. in the past. Yes. El destino, el destin. Yes, oui. exactly. Yes. Oui. Oui. <laughs> a French romantic. Thank you, Simon Marcel. Thank you, Angie. All right, you can check us out anytime if you search the uh, iHeartRadio app, Simon. And Angie, you can find us there. Yes. Also, Simon and Angie on all our platforms, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yes. And we will be with you tomorrow on the Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.